Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, thank you for downloading today's podcast, everybody. Um, in the podcast today, it'll be at the back end, we get an answer on whether or not this statement from Stav is in fact true. So when you get organs taken out, if you're in surgery, when they put them back in, they just throw them in willy-nilly and the organs realign themselves naturally. Spoiler alert, it is true, so don't bother listening to the end of the podcast. You might want to listen to a surgeon. Um, God, she had a good laugh, didn't she? She did. She had a really nice giggle. <laughs> You don't think you really I am. <laughs> and she yeah. laughed and laughed. Yeah. Uh, well, so that is in there. Uh, I think you know the answer, but make sure you stick around for it. Um, tomorrow on the show, we're speaking with Vance Joy mm-hmm. as well. We play a little game with him, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast that Hit you're on the, the subscribe moment. button, fam. Smash it, fam. <laughs> and my merch is available right now at the gift shop. Click the link below. Pew, 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 I reckon pew. he'd be a really good boyfriend. Yeah, I reckon he would be too. Yeah, yeah. like really considerate, but mm. not like overly nice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, perfect boyfriend material, Vance Joy. But then he'd write a song about you if you did anything wrong. Mm. No. Still, you go, yeah, that's right. I don't know if he would be that sort of person. I guess he, yeah, he's not that kind of bitch broke my heart kind of ballads, is he? I think he wrote a song about his ex-girlfriend like when they were together. So mm. I wonder if, you know, when he's speaking to his new girlfriend, he's like, no, nah, that's not about it. Is she the dog. one that looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or the closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer? Not sure mm. that you've ever seen. Mm. You, I think you'd have to, if you dated someone and they'd written songs about past lovers, you, you couldn't give them Ultimatums. grief about it. It can't be like you can't get angry at no. someone that you start dating because they've slept with people before you. Mm. It's like no, you can't erase the you past. You just don't want them at a concert to go, and here's a song that's really meaningful to me and every time. I just, you know, you can't yeah. have that. Yeah, she was, the, need... she was the love of my life. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're dead. You're allowed to do it if they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But you can also say, look, this is about my ex-girlfriend. It's my biggest hit, and it's paying the rent, which my girlfriend doesn't have to worry about. Riptide. Here we go. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, all right, here we go. Roll the podcast, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As we know, uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, is still out there, people. Yes. Never heard of it. Um, Melbourne, having a tough time at the moment. Mm. The only silver lining to that is Townsville got a state of origin out of it. I mean, it's a bad situation, but you've got to look at the silver lining of life sometimes. You do. Um, there is talk that the AFL season is going to be a bit tougher mm. this year as well because well, a lot Lions... of the teams are based in Melbourne. Yeah, the Lions are actually playing um, in Sydney, mm. the Melbourne team, Yeah, this, uh, this weekend. So what are they going to do there with that? Um, of course, you know, AFL is uh, a big sport. In, in Queensland, but majority, you know, uh, Victoria and South Australia, they live and breathe and it. Mm. Yeah. And over in Perth as well, they've got a couple of teams. So um, they've got to be careful because fans are still allowed to go to those uh, sports, mm-hmm. um, which is excellent for the for the, um, for the the league. But the uh, South Australian um, head doctor, think of our, you know, our Jeanette Young. Oh, yeah. my God. Have you heard about her? Um, no. Forget she's a girl. Yeah. So she's got this, like, absolute fame. I'm not sure how she identifies, but, yes, yeah, she looks, she seems name? female. So she has... Nicola? Yeah, people are obsessed with her. They get photos wherever they go. Yeah. They've got printouts of her. She's just become the biggest celebrity, and now everyone wants to do Q&As of what she eats, and <laughs> she's a huge celebrity now. Well, I guess the thing is, it's like Stephen Miles. I'd never heard of Stephen Miles in my entire life. Mm. COVID kicked in, and then all of a sudden, um, I had a beer and a shot with him at the Gambaro Ball on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, he was, I was like, oh, for a politician, you're having a good time. It's ironic you got a shot with the health minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you got vaccinated now? 
Um, I'm not sure what he put in it. <laughs> I didn't ask too many questions at that time of the night. Uh, but obviously she was doing a press conference and she wants everyone to be careful because, you know, COVID came from a hotel case in South Australia, went over there uh, to Melbourne. So she was fronting the um, the reporters yesterday. Sometimes the ball, as uh, not that I've been to many football games, I have noticed occasionally it does get kicked into the crowd. So okay. she's, she's concerned mm. about the ball. About the ball going into the crowd. Now, as a kid, when you go to a football match, you that's pray what for that. you dream yeah. that the ball's going to come to you. Mm. You catch it on the fall, the whole crowd cheers. Mm-hmm. Now, I always thought as a kid, if you caught the ball, you got to keep it, but that's mm. not the case. Mm. It's not like baseball in America. You give it back. They make you give it back, which I, I don't agree with. I really think they should let but you keep it. If they do it, you get to keep it. They put them back and then they sterilize them now and they get a new one. Yeah. Yeah, well, she wants to avoid that. Okay. She thinks, you know what, we can be safer. There is no way in hell anyone is going to do what she is suggesting. If you are at um, Adelaide Oval and the ball comes towards you, my um, advice to you is to duck and just do not touch that ball. There is no one. No one. If that goes against all your instincts. instincts. You know, like if you're mm. at the game, I'm the same. It's And you know what it is? There's always kids putting their hand up that are yeah. about to catch it and there's one adult, adult. that goes... My time to shine! Yeah. And just grabs it from them. 100%. There is... What, what are they expecting? The ball's going to come, and then a whole row of people are mm-hmm. just going to run out of the way of each other yep. like it's an actual bomb coming in. COVID there, bomb! There is COVID bomb! Not a chance. <laughs> so they're saying because if a Collingwood... Like, if a Collingwood player kicked That's it... T- well, you wouldn't want to touch one of the Collingwood no, you players touched anyway. anyway. But like, is, that, is that what they're saying? But if a Crows player's kicked it, you might... You might be all right. <laughs> well, I think they're just... They're sort of saying, Anyone's like, anyone could it. have COVID, so... Do not touch that ball. Mm. Wow. I tell you what. If a ball's coming at me, mm. I am touching the ball. Yeah. I'm catching the ball. Yeah. I'm going to lick the ball. Oh, so no, you're not no, going no, 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 to no, no, want the ball back. You are not going to want the ball back. Put it under your jumper, run away. Yeah, yeah exactly. There'll be to cricket. six-year-old crying for it, <laughs> and I'll be like, nah, sucker. Mm. Parents bought you the crap seats. <laughs> Up here is where it's at. <laughs> Do not touch that ball. <laughs> Good luck to everyone this weekend. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Being an older sibling comes with a handful of perks. Firstborn kids have some big advantages. Oh, there's always that classic thing, isn't it? Middle child syndrome, the baby of the family. Only kid syndrome. Yeah, there's plenty of those out there. This guy uh, has a book which is Why Firstborns Rule the World and Lastborns Want to Change It. Michael Gross is on. Good morning, mate. Good morning. It is such a fascinating book, and I just want to highlight the one part where you're talking about, and and I don't know if this is updated as well, um, Prince Harry effect, because William uh, was the firstborn and how that would actually affect Harry. Can you explain that? Yeah, look, it's hard following a superstar, and I'm not suggesting that he's actually a superstar, but he's... William's born in a fantastic position, born to rule. He's done all the right things, being prepared to be the king. Mm. And suddenly you've got a second born, which is Harry, and um, he's trying to find his own place. So he's looked at him and said, well, it can't be like you. I'm going to go the other way. And he's gone the exact way that a lot of second borns who are youngest have gone. So they sort of the rules aren't for me. They're for someone else. Um, I'm going to not play the family game. I'm going to sort of go the other way and be the, the, well, if you're a young kid, you might be the pest. If you're an older one, I'm going to change things up a bit. And that's exactly what he's doing. Right. And he, I mean, he did that early on, didn't he? He was the party Party boy boy. in Vegas Mm. with all the girls and everything like that. So this is not just a new thing for Harry. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's exactly right. He's, he's very typical of, well, a lot of second born is a little bit more challenging, but as our families are shrinking, as we're seeing now, um, we've got, 
the second one is also the youngest one and youngest ones you know sort of love to change things up and create and they're sort of the charmers and manipulators so you know he's been like this for quite a while harry and there's a lot of kids just exactly like him particularly when you've only got two kids in a family and both those kids are the, are the same gender is that, so is, this is um scientifically proven like if you're a firstborn you're generally a go-getter you're going to go out and take over, over the world and you just you, you are you better than the, the middle one <laughs> <laughs> yeah look every position's got its own pluses and minuses look first uh you know the first in the family so it's all the expectations are on you all the photographs are taken of, of you mm. Um, so they tend to be that what we call the family conservative. They love rules. They're the fam. They stick to the family way. So if it's an academic family, fair chance that the firstborn will be an academic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we sort of move down the family. The secondborn, if there's three, well, they're the victims of bad timing. <laughs> Poor them. That's um, you, Maddie. That's me. Guilty. Yeah, Guilty. yeah. And then uh, that you know that's it's not fair as their sort of logo. And if they're in the middle, then they are pretty resilient because their lives always has to fit in with the life of the firstborn. Um, they're pretty good negotiators as well. They've got a duck and weave the sibling above and they can, you know, boss around the young below them. And if they're the youngest one like Harry, well, then they tend to be um, the changers and manipulators and charmers and they like to change things up. There was something interesting that I've never thought about, and that is the way you parent would have been affected by the order you were in the family. Because you were talking about doing a, a seminar and you were giving parenting advice. <laughs> yeah, there was a story of saying if the kid doesn't want to get ready for school, what do you do? And you were saying, Michael, just take him in their pajamas. And half of the people were like, no way, I wouldn't do that. And they're all the firstborn. And the ones that went, yeah, that's a great idea, were all like the lastborn. (laughs) I'm going to tell my wife to do that. She's always complaining about Xander, my seven-year-old, not wanting that. Mm. So just send him as he is. Nothing wrong with that. Again, that's that's the youngest one who's giving that advice, the youngest in the family, think, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll survive. (laughs) Is there any um, research into where your position is in the family is compared to criminal behaviour? Like, are (laughs) middle children more likely to be criminals or is that...? I'm not sure of that, actually. I I suspect there is, but I didn't really go down that path for a parenting book, to be quite truthful. thought that might be a bit scary. Um, There's a fair bit around mental health, for example. So so firstborns tend to be more um, anxious, Mm -hmm. more perfectionistic, which probably makes sense because they're born uh, under the spotlight and they have a a fair bit more pressure on them. Um, There's also been interesting research around uh, sorts of jobs and occupations you go into, And in some ways, it makes sense. It's There's two aspects to it. There's, I guess, what we call status, and there's also the, the sorts of jobs which suit people. So first law and accountancy is full of firstborns. Um, oh, that's my sister. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, she's such an accountant. Oh, you can see it on her before you even meet her. <laughs> yep. Hi. Detailed people, list yep. makers. Yep. Neurotic list makers, as I, I say, and they're a lot more likely to be introverts. So the mm. research around introverts and extroversion is is uh, firstborns tend to be more introverted and young laterborns tend to be more extroverted and end up on radio. So <laughs> That's uh, me, baby. <laughs> Can't count but can talk shit all day long. <laughs> oh, look, it's very interesting. It's fascinating. And it's funny because you hear all of this stuff and you're like, oh, my God, you see, you see your 
siblings, you mm. see your kids. Well, now I realise my parenting because I'm the third born. So I'm always like, oh, yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, I've got three boys, so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're bleeding, not dead. Relax. <laughs> uh, Michael Gross, really appreciate it, mate. Why firstborns rule the world and lastborns want to change it. Nice to talk to you this morning. Good on you. Thanks very much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing We'll find out which one's gonna blow the stack. <laughs> but the real estate will We were saying how horrible it would be to go back living with flatmates after we've lived with our family. Mm. And then we thought, well, if it's that horrible, let's try it. <laughs> Can we live Ooh. together? Would we survive as flatmates? I don't know if we're gonna take our self now or whether we're going to bring bad habits that we ah, had when we were flatmates back school. into mm. well, we've back already, practice. We've broken the first rule and that's don't live with friends. Like, you, yeah. you, you know, the best thing was to find acquaintances or, like, a friend of a friend. But when you live with your actual friendship circle, you hang out together, you live together, mm-hmm. you're never away from each other mm. and it never ends well. Great. So it's going to be fun. We're yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. But we thought, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea. Nat thought, our producer, that she would have a chat with our partners to find out what we're like living with. I'm a dream. I had a ball doing okay. a dream. yesterday. Okay. Yeah, right. Esther's is very lucky to have me I, living with yeah, her. because she likes doing all the cooking and cleaning and it's looking after an extra kid. Anymore. No. It's not the case. I'm quite the housewife these well, days. Well, then take it on board. You can do it for us. Yeah, oh, you can be our housewife. You're going to have to sleep with me. So far you me. said you're cleaning, and so mm. far you said you're doing all the washing. Yeah, there is payment required, though, everyone. <laughs> Nothing in this life is free. You're up, Stav. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so uh, you're, you were on the phone to them yesterday, and you I, were asking questions. I did, yes. I had deep, deep chats with all of your partners yesterday. Mm. Uh, Maddie, I'd be careful <laughs> what you say. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She's a, she's a liar. <laughs> Uh, so there was, through the whole conversation, the one thing that I just want to dive straight in with, there was a reoccurring theme, mm. and it's an issue, Maddie, that you will have um, after Esther uh, told me this. He is very anal. He likes things a certain way, and and he doesn't enjoy mess or clutter. Mm-hmm. He throws everything out. Mm. Now, that's fine, but... Then I spoke to Kat and Scotty, uh-huh. mm. and um, Scotty told me this about you, Abby. Living with Abby, well, it can be chaotic. She likes to take hold of everything, so cooking, cleaning. Well, actually, she doesn't do much cleaning. So she's a bit messy around the house. Uh, what else have I got? She doesn't really do much cleaning around the house. <laughs> <laughs> but then the cherry on top mm. was what Kat said about you, Steph. He's mostly neat, although he does leave a trail of drinking vessels. You can usually tell where he's been from where there is an empty beer can or a gin glass. I hate that, though. Yeah? I hate yeah. when people leave cups around. See, mm. Scotty might say that I am messy mm. by his standards. He would leave you to dust with how clean he likes to be. You can't have any cupboards open. All cups need to be away. You wouldn't be able to leave one on the sink. You could do surgery on your kitchen table. Yeah. yeah. Nah, see, yeah. I'm very much like that. I'm the same thing. So I like, like, I'll have I'll have a glass. And he'll be like, what's that glass doing? I was, like, was going to come and have another glass of water. And he goes, then get another one or drink it now. Yeah. I pick If it's left unattended and there's still liquid in it, yeah. I will pick it up and still put it away because it's been unattended for too long. You need I'm a like, clean no. workbench. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do, baby. It's kind of like the spoon at the coffee machine every morning. Yes, oh, that is so that. 
are you annoying? Put it in the dishwasher. No, because I use it I again. I don't care. Get another one. Everyone hates it. The yes. whole workplace hates yeah. it. It's been years, mate. Yeah, well, but that, that, this is wasting spoons. And then, and then when I'm finished with it, then I put it in the dishwasher. So Stav is, we have a, a, a multi-million <laughs> dollar coffee machine here, and then Stav makes instant coffee, and yep. he leaves his dirty teaspoon on top of the coffee machine that everyone has to move out of the way to make no a latte. To move it it's out, so out of annoying. the way. Yes. No one else is like, well, yes, imagine if do. everyone did that in this workplace. Well, I guess when you guys are making your coffees at ten past five after the meeting started at five o'clock... There's a spoon in your way. That is not true. I make my coffee at home. I just come in late because it annoys you. <laughs> it's just I'm, rude. I'm with her. Hey, we're not the one who slept in three times in one week, mate. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, oh, you oh guys God. are going to okay. be great. All right. Okay. All right. I'm already angry. What else? This is not what else you, you guys are going to be great roommates. <laughs> what else you got? Come okay, on. so let's get to the juicy stuff. Uh, that would be your annoying habits. Okay, great. Okay. Well, Even though we've already on. touched on one. Mm. Uh, so let's go with Stabs first. Let's do another one. All right. He sings a lot. If he gets onto a song that he likes and he will sing that over and over, I don't think he even realises he's doing it. So they, they may get earwormed by him, I think. I do sing a lot. Do you sing, like, in conversation? No, he sings. Remember, he's, like, he went through a stage where he just sung everything on the show as well. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were yeah. singing all the openers oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like to sing. But uh, luckily for Kat, I've got a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that habit is something that you can get over. But yeah. Stav, Abby, I don't know about Maddie's annoying habit. He never closes the toilet door ever, ever, ever. No matter what's happening in there, it, the door is open. So <laughs> he'll actually ask me a question. I'll walk towards the door thinking he, maybe he's just... You know, like plucking his eyebrows, but no. Surprise. I am, I am bad for that. You, that's well, you're going to have to shut the it's door. It's a closed door policy. Yeah. The only time that I will make sure there's no conversation is when I get to wipe stage, I get very oh, self-conscious. Okay. Like I always, I announce it to Esther, go, I'm wiping, so stay back. Scotty can't go to the toilet. Um... If I'm if the, there. Yeah. Oh, no, he will not go, me. He will go downstairs and shut the door, only because he's realised if he does, then he doesn't get any mm-hmm. oh, that 24 hours. So he's very... We only have one bathroom in our yeah. room, like, and the, the toilet is in, in our house, our whole bathroom with one toilet in it. So mm. that's we'll just... Shut the, we'll shut the door. It's just the way it's going to okay. be. We'll shut the door. Shut the I just don't want to miss out on the conversation. If you guys are, like, chatting, I want to be part of it. <laughs> I'll hold it. You know? Okay. So done? given all this amazing information mm. that I compiled from your partners, uh. I did just want to leave you guys with one piece of advice before you come roommates. Okay. He's a gremlin, so keep him watered and fed, but not after midnight. Just say yes to whatever he asks and then do it your way behind his back. Just a bit of policy. So if she's getting ready, it's basically just stay away. So um, she can get ready and get ready to go out. Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's similar to Esther. He comes and touches me when I'm trying to get ready. Do you want us to keep up that tradition or whatever? (laughs) No, but it's. I'm trying to get dressed. Mm. Well, don't do your makeup in your underwear. It wouldn't tempt us. That's what I say to Esther. Put your dress on, then do your makeup, and I will have no interest. Mm. Close doors, policy. All right, this is going to be fun. We are spending a week together uh, living as flatmates. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Abby and Matt are searching for B105s. We've only got till Friday next week as well. Mm. So if you're thinking it's you or someone you know, you better ring and play along with this game or you will be spewing hard. 
Yeah, so if you're listening to the clues and you're like, I'm definitely out, it's not me. I don't wear a uniform to work and all the other clues, but you think you know who it is, you can effectively, I guess, call up and steal the money or yes. you can claim the money rightly for yourself. But then the, the question is, do you share it with the person who was the chosen one? Mm. They did a survey once where they went around and asked all these people. They did door knockings. Like, mm. would you, if you if you won money, would you share it with someone uh, or would you give half to a charity? And all the people were like, yes, we'd give half to a charity. And they came around later on and those same people missed, like they'd won like $50. Mm. And they're like, what cho- charity are you going to? And then when it came to it, only half the people actually donated to the charity where previously they said that they would. I reckon there would have to be a number for most people. So of an amount. If you got to like a million dollars of winnings, maybe then you'd be happy to be charitable. <laughs> but like if some people was like only like $20,000, they might be like, it's a good amount of money. But I need the home deposit and the bank doesn't care that I've given half to charity. <laughs> so psychologically, I reckon that's where people would... Like what would your number be? In order for you to give a large charitable donation... What would your total be? Because I don't have one. <laughs> you, you don't you have would, one? You just keep it? it? Yeah, I'd keep it. Yeah. Uh, I, see, with this, I would think of it, I would share it. So if it's 20000 I'd share it with the chosen one, depending on my friendship with them, because I would think it would be ten grand that I didn't have. That's uh, how yeah, I would do it. That's a good point. That's yeah. always the way that I view it. It's yeah. ten grand that I didn't have, mm. and I'd be grateful for that. But if it was someone who I didn't have a relationship with, I was just say if I, I don't know. Like your husband or someone. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know. I was, no, no, I was, you know, with you. I was thinking like even with the coffee person, because if you didn't share it, you just wouldn't go back there for coffee. Mm. Oh, no, you just buy the coffee shop. I, I reckon I'd have to. I'd have to. I think I'd, I'd split this one if I swooped. Yeah, if you're a swooper. Yeah, because you couldn't have won the money without, without them. that person. Yeah. See, in my mind, I always think when we win the lotto, because we have our syndicate, mm. I wouldn't give money to my family members. You'd pay their mortgages? I would pay yeah. their mortgages. Isn't that the dream that they go to pay it and they're like, I'm sorry, this is bounced? I think that would be yeah. the dream. Mm. That's what I, I would like to do for, for my family members. I'd be like, hey, I've paid this off for you or I've done that. And yeah. About that. Yeah. We were walking around the river, right? Yeah. And I, we, that's our dream because we've got a Sindo, so we keep talking about it. Yeah. And we said, like, if that was the case, I would pay for my siblings, you know, houses. Imagine that. Yeah. And Stab over there goes, yeah, so would I. And obviously rent free. I said, what? And he goes, I said, no, you buy their houses for them. He goes, oh, no, I'd buy it in my name and they can live there for free. I'd buy them a house. No, you said that's it would be your gift, house. And then that's extend my portfolio. That is not a That is not a That's gift. a complete gift. Here's for real. Here's what he thought most people free, were they, saying. Uh, they, they have a house. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a And gift. a very amicable landlord who <laughs> would only ever come over in 24-hour notice and make sure that my place was kept up. That is you. That, that's not a gift. You've, what, of course you, it is. You've imprisoned you can do it to, them. Uh, you can do it to me. I'd love that. <laughs> You can't have posters on the walls, mate. Yeah, could That's you fine. imagine it? That's fine. That's we just want to know, a 131060, did you not share the money? Did you come into money, no matter what the amount was, and you didn't share? Or maybe you were the person that someone didn't share it with you. Mm. And that would be hard if a sibling won a couple of hundred thousand and they didn't even swing you a lazy fiver, mm. you know, or even a thousand dollars. Because I think there would be resentment. It would I be hard. I would expect it from my um, brothers. Unless it was over, like, a meal. Uh-huh. But it would cause issues. So just say they came into half a million dollars, and no, then you would, no, you, would you, but would you still be happy? Like, if you know someone's won lots of money and they've paid mm. off their house, mm. would you still be happy to split the dinner bill with them when you go away? Uh, you know, like, you'd still be like, no. Nah, ridiculous. My dad pays for that. See, with uh, my, no, with my, my theory. Brothers, I'd, I'd honestly wouldn't expect any share. Yeah, yeah. right. I love them that much. If, in my theory, if my sister didn't give me any money, I could kick her out of her house. <laughs> 
You just you're looking for a dictatorship. You're buying what? your way into power. Is what I'm you're trying to do. I'm buying their financial freedom. But their freedom would be there that is no owning their own house. No, they they, get to, they have a house. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> joking. <laughs> Which you can kick he them was, out of it any time. But I wouldn't would do. do that you because w- they would live the way I told them to. <laughs> no pets. Oh. <laughs> You're just that little boy at school mm. who was looking to be the leader, aren't you? You're yeah, find you can your afford way to all it. the tough yeah. shops. So be like, hey, I'll give you $10. You can buy something $2 for yourself and get me all blah, 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 blah. <laughs> fine, fine. I won't buy their houses for them. <laughs> you mean you won't buy your houses for them? <laughs> yeah, Amy in Forest Lake, who didn't share? I didn't share. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. What happened? Uh, I went to the local RSL for dinner one night and thought, oh, yeah, I'll put my name in the member draw. And I ended up winning a 1000 bucks, and I didn't tell anyone until I was probably about 25. So I went out and spent it, got a tattoo, new fish tank that was huge, <laughs> and nobody asked any questions. So I just rolled with it. See a thousand bucks. No, that's, I don't, you that's, to share, a, that's a that's a tough one. Well, you, I mean, if you're at the RSL, a round of drinks mm. would have been enough. But you didn't even want to do that. No, no, I didn't. There is a longer story, but apparently I'm not allowed to say it on the radio. <laughs> but oh, I should uh. have shared it with my sister. Right. Oh, Why can't fine. you say it on the radio? Now I want to know. Is there, you don't hey, want to tell me, her? Let's check with the producers. Is there legal issues? Is there yes. if she tells <laughs> us the next bit? Yes. 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 Oh, that's okay. a real... oh, that makes it fun. Hang on there, Amy. We'll chat to you. <laughs> <laughs> Off the air. Broadcast <laughs> balls are we'll such a killjoy, aren't tell they? Tell the story of a friend of a friend <laughs> in a later date. All right, okay. All right, I mean, the you. producers are doing good work there, keeping the legal issues off the air, but, man, it's just got me intrigued. Spoil sports. Letitia, let's give the lawyer something to do anyway. Uh, Letitia mm. in the Gabba, did you not share the money or did someone not share it with you? Yeah, no, I didn't share it. When I turned 18, I got inheritance. Mm-hmm. Um, I got about $20,000 and a car from my biological grandmother. Mm. Um, long story short, my biological dad was never a part of my life but my mother still had this sick relationship with him. So when my biological grandmother passed and I inherited some stuff, my mum said that she was like kind of entitled to the money as well. I should share it with her because it wasn't for her. I never would have got it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh so d- did, you, did you share it? Absolutely not. Goodbye, mother. Weird <laughs> 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 enough, she had a relationship with the father that didn't want me, let alone... Giving her money to, like, help her? No. So you don't speak to your mum now because of it? Oh, I don't speak to my mum for, like, a whole bunch of reasons. That's probably just another one on the list. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have yeah. a good relationship with her, then I, I agree you don't need to share. If it's in your name, Letitia, yeah. I mean... Oh, I mean, I woke up to, like, a check in the mail back when you used to get, like, mail and checks, um, and it said 20K, and I was like, Mum, is this, like, one of those, like, what is it, like, lottery scam things? Mm. She was like, holy knack, no, it's not, it's real. And so we went out to the strippers and I bought a Chanel bag and that's what 18 year olds do. That took a turn and I like it. Hey, Mum, <laughs> you could have one of these little Chanel handbags, but you ain't going to get one, girl. Oh, my yeah. God. Bye, Mum. Bye. Bye, Bye Mom. Felicia. God, did you, you went and said, can I get the 20K and $20 notes, please, because I'm hitting the strips. Oh, my God. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. 10 grand. Tomorrow morning, it'll be the 4th of June. Um, here are two answers to play for $10,000. Optus and Oprah. 
So your letter is O. We haven't had O for a while. Mm. I like it when it seems like a difficult letter because there's less options. Mm. Name a sea creature. Octopus. O- I was going to say. Otter? Yeah. We can yeah. have otter. It's yeah. not, that's a river though, isn't it? Mm. Sea oh, creature. Oh, yeah. yeah. That might get a bit hard. What, yeah. do, uh, what can you fight in? Octagon. Octagon. Name a shape. Uh, octagon. Sorry, we can only accept one answer the one. Yes, there you go. Play tomorrow, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I might be changing my mind because I received some lovely flowers Mm. uh, recently for my birthday and like huge bunches. They were so nice and they've made the house smell so nice. But I've always said in the past that I'm not a big fan of flowers. I like plants, but not flowers. And that is because I, in the past, have never received them in a good way. Like they're usually when someone's been, died or something, is it? Or have been apologetic. Scotty and I were mm, technically, not technically, kind of on a break. And we didn't really define that. So I was like, you did the wrong thing. So that's the only time he's ever sent me flowers. But right. it's ruined you from that day forward. Well, because I was like, you never sent me flowers in a good reason. Mm. So for me, every time I get it, someone's done something wrong. Yes. And so what said, is the what is the flower he sent out of curiosity? What is the flowers? It was like, a big bunch. Yeah, but like say, what was the just say sorry? What type of flower? I mean, like because you, oh. you know how there's like roses are romantic flowers. You know what he would have just said to the lady, just do it. No, they definitely weren't roses. They were big, and I just thought. Well, now you've just stuffed up because you spent so much money on the mistake <laughs> as well. Yeah. But Nat, our producer, she got flowers. And I was like, oh, nice flowers. And she goes, Ugh. And I was like, oh, are you with me? Did you get flowers for a bad reason? They were from your boyfriend. They were from my boyfriend and they were for a wrong reason. <laughs> Why did he buy you flowers? Uh, so he's a bit of a sleepwalker. Uh, so a few weekends ago, he woke up in the middle of the night while I was asleep um, and thought that he was in the bathroom <laughs> and decided to urinate all over the bed. Wow. You were in the bed, I'm assuming. Oh, oh I was dead up. asleep. You sure he wasn't just testing the boundaries? No. Okay. Come on. <laughs> and that's the. Guys do that when they've had too many drinks. Test or the boundaries. <laughs> no, come on. But do you like that? Do you. For you. You would have preferred not to get the flowers, right? Because you would have preferred that not to happen. Yeah, I just would prefer none of it to have ever happened. <laughs> so yeah, just exactly. ignore it. Yeah. Like when you put that out, people go, oh, they're nice flowers. What'd you get them for? Yeah. And you're not going to go, oh, hey, because he, he weed the bed. Yeah. You know? Every single person in the office asked me about the flowers that day. <laughs> See, that's yeah. the mistake. He sent the flowers to work yes. thinking that that would be... And because usually when you're sending flowers as a romantic gesture, you, you do it to credit. work you because want you points. want all the girls in the office mm-hmm. to think you're a legend. All it made you have to do was tell everyone in the office that your boyfriend urinated on you in his sleep. Mm. It has been my dream since I got into a relationship to have flowers delivered to the office. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the best day of my life. Everyone's going to applaud me. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. And then I got them. Ruined. Ruined. <laughs> See, that's, that's Ruined. a relationship with flowers now. Do you get Esther flowers when you... <laughs> Not usually. On Mother's Day, I get her flowers. you No, Mother's Day, I get them for her. Mm. Um, I got her some flowers on International Women's Day, but not like for a birthday or anything. Like that. I'd never get her sorry flowers. No. I get her a bouquet of money <laughs> um, if I'm apologising. Well, just so you know, there's guys that. out there that are ruining it. They're mm. getting the sorry yeah. flowers. Mm. But that is, I guess that's the, that's what we want to know. 13, 10, 60, why did you get sorry flowers? <laughs> yeah, what's the reason you got flowers? Because I guess, yeah, deaths and sorry is why I've always Yeah, right. Yeah. And you always say that they're dying. 
Well, once you give them, they're already... They just die. Dead, yeah. 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 So, like, plants. But it's only because my history with it. Mm. And then I used to get them sent from a guy that I was dating at work, but it was p- completely for his show, not mine. I was yeah. like, oh, you don't really need to do that. But he's like, and what did they say? Did everyone like him? Of course. And you're like, but then just send them to the, everyone at work. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon the person who delivers the flower should wear a body cam so the guy can log in and see the reaction. <laughs> great idea. <laughs> You're onto something there. That is a great idea. You're right, Michelle. I am a good bloke. She should stay with me. That is pretty good. That's really good. And Nadia, we want to know, yes. uh, when did you get flowers? What's the worst sorry flowers? Uh, the worst sorry flowers that I've received was when he promised he wouldn't buy wine, any more wine, and he went to the shop and he came come home with wine and flowers. <laughs> oh, so, so he thought... Hey, I'll lead with the flowers and then or bring the wine in and she'll be sweet with it. No, he arrived with it all in one hand. Mm. Did you have the wine with him or not? No, I don't drink. So I thought he could be like, here's some flowers, let's celebrate. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Yeah. Yeah. So what did you make him do with the wine? Pour it down the sink? No, I didn't accept the flowers. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah right, yeah. fair enough. Ooh, uh, he sat there with a bouquet, drinking <laughs> his wine. Um, our producer, Nat, out there, her boyfriend sent flowers to the office because he slept peed on her. <laughs> um, so if any, anyone could beat that story, we'd love to find you this morning. Emily in Virginia, what's the worst sorry flowers you've had? Um, so my sorry flowers were early. Um, I got them the day before I found out my now ex-husband was cheating on me. <sighs> so what, he knew he was going to cheat, so he wanted to make sure he got them in delivery time? Um, I had already had my suspicions, and I was unsure about a particular girl he was hanging out with a lot, mm. and the day before everything came to head, he popped into work and dropped off some flowers. Uh, and they- then the next day, everything came out. <laughs> With when he popped into work, was there a card in, with it, or was it just just because he just wanted to give them to you? He, it was it was just like usually when he gave me flowers, I usually cried out of emotion because I was sick or something like that. So he's like, "Oh, I'm going to make going to make a cry," mm. like in in a good way. So mm. it's kind of like to butter me up to I guess throw me off here a little bit. Oh, mm. right. Mm. So did he then the next day tell you what was going on, or you confronted him? I confronted him because she was over for her birthday with a bunch of friends and I could just read all the body language mm. and I was like, nah. nah. Mm. So. <laughs> As you heard, now X. Yes. 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 Alright, let's go to Stacey. Why did you get your sorry flowers? Um. So, my ex-husband was cheating on me and I found the girl's number, so I'd kept it. After I kicked him out, I got flowers delivered to me with an I'm so sorry card, can I have you back? Mm. I contacted her, she got the exact same bunch of flowers with the exact same card. Wow. Yeah. No. I wish you could see Matt's face right now. Wow. So he was just saying which one of us would take him we'll back. Take him Do you know, back. Imagine if, he, if you both took him back, what a pickle. <laughs> I took him back. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Nice. Are you still... oh, we're broken up now. We're broken up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, like, same florist and everything, Stacey. Same florist, and she had to write the same card I was, to both yeah. of us, but with different names. Do you think it'd be worth chatting to a florist? It happens on uh, Valentine's Day. Day. Remember they say the amount of people that get sent to their wives and wow. also their... 
Yeah, yeah, that was me. You'd have to have (laughs) client florist privilege. That'd have to be a law like a doctor, really, wouldn't it? Because the stuff that they would know. I was so happy, though. They were the best flowers that I've ever gotten. Jason. They must have worked. They worked. Well, they worked for a short time. Our producers actually said moral of the story. If you get flowers, he's cheated because all the callers are all about cheating ones. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, don't don't go out and presume that. If you're getting flowers. (laughs) Well, you just said that. That is no. Well, if you get me flowers, are you cheating on me? I mean, I know my mum just died, but I'm, I'm, I listened to the radio this morning. How did you know me and your mum had a thing? <laughs> Thank you, Stacey. Thanks, Stacey. Oh, wow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I know for a fact. As a matter of fact. Get fucked. Stav likes to make a lot of facts on this show, um, and a lot of them are made off-air as well, which mm. always makes us laugh. We're like, where did you get that from? And you're like, mate, I didn't get it from anywhere. It's just that. Yeah. Common knowledge. You're so knowledgeable. I'm a sponge. What mm. I love about them the most is, does it matter how outlandish or how crazy they are? Yeah. When you say them, you deliver them with so much belief that I do take a minute where I'm like, it caught Adelaide. Well, it could be real. Well, they're bats. Well, it could be real. Talking about my abdominal massage, and mm. you were talking, and I said, oh, it's supposed to be like oxygenating <laughs> the organs and realigning. And you're like, did you know this? So when you get organs taken out, if you're in surgery, when they put them back in, they just throw them in willy-nilly and the organs realign themselves naturally. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. thought, why don't we check that, really? Because what, sometimes they might need to take out liver, kid- a liver. liver to get to a kidney. So whatever they, yeah. they just throw yeah. it in wherever Stomach they want something, and, and the boom. organ goes, I'll find my way home. Mm-hmm. Yep, Like self-levelling concrete. Exactly. You throw a screen over the top. Very good way to put and it. And it slowly goes slowly in on its own. Yep. All right, let's find out, is this fact or cap? From Professor Deborah Bailey. Now, you are the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons Queensland State Chair, and you're a surgeon yourself, so you're the surgeon. Oh, finally, of the an intellectual conversation, Deborah. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good morning to you all. And I, I think he said his, de- his knowledge was when he used to play that doctor game. Operation. Operation. No. I think that's his only um, experience. When you heard this statement, what was your initial reaction? Um, my initial reaction was, you know, when you're going to be an organ surgeon, you've trained for 20 years mm. and you spend 6 to 12 hours operating on someone, connecting everything up so the organ goes exactly where it's supposed to be so it has the best chance of of working. Mm. And this guy seems like he's got his knowledge from watching Star Trek. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so do we need a follow-up question? <laughs> So, so you just... laughed, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. But then after after you, you stopped laughing, you went, but hang on. <laughs> He's on to something. You've told all your friends, haven't you? <laughs> I told them we just need that Star Trek technology. That's the way to go. <laughs> so obviously uh, you're confirming that that is not true. You do place the uh, organs back exactly where they're meant to go. But if you were to just lob them back in there like it was a fruit basket and then zip the person back up, what would happen? The organ would die. Unfortunately, it is a very precise operation. Um, Not only do you have to, it depends what it is, of course, but you have to um, very carefully connect up the blood supply and then um, connect up whatever it is that's supposed to be doing. For example, a kidney transplant's got to be connected to your bladder so the urine can come out and the liver has to be connected up to the bile duct so it's, very intense and very precise work. And even 
when the surgeons work for 12 hours, sometimes the organ doesn't survive, but lobbing it back in would be a terrible disaster. Yeah, Professor, I think I think you know, they may have explained this to you wrong. What I'm talking about is, so you work, say you're working on a kidney, right? That, that one does have <laughs> yes. to be put back on. But the ones yeah. that you take out and remove to get to that one, so they're yeah. still Connected. attached. They're yeah. still attached to what they're supposed to be yeah. attached to. Then you can just throw them back in, and <laughs> then they just go, and they, they'll just settle back where they rest naturally. You mean the ones that they go past to get yes. to? You still have to put them back in the right order. <laughs> There's no truth to what you're saying. Stop trying to decredit anything. I'm going to have to see your credentials. Can I ask? <laughs> I can feel a heartbeat in my anus. What's going on there? They just can't find its way home. <laughs> what about with a, a C-section? Because this has been a, a bit of a tale where my, my husband said that he was looking and he said all your organs came out and they sort of rested on you. Do they actually take anything out to be able to get a baby out? No. Oh. No, they um, depends on um, what the reason for the cesarean. Remember, I'm not an obstetrician, mm. um, but in my early training, we had to do a couple of cesareans. Um, you open the uterus and remove the baby, put it back in, but sometimes the bowel is sitting across the top, mm. and oh. so you have to push that a little bit to one side, but then you have to return it all back to the right place. You certainly don't take anything out on the way. Yeah. Hope mine's find its way back. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, ankle surgery a couple of years ago and um, I wanted to film it and the nurse said to me, you won't want to see that. And I was like, why not? I think that would be amazing. And she said, no, you'll be surprised at how rough surgeons have to be. She mm. said that it's not, they're not over, over rough, but she said it's, you know, they've got to really get in there and it's confronting if you don't know. Is that the case? It depends on the kind of surgery. So I'm a children's surgeon, mm. so we're obviously extremely delicate working for our little babies. Um, but if you're an orthopedic surgeon and you have to put a nail in, you have to put a nail in. Yeah. So it's not like you're being rough, mm. but you need a reasonable amount of appropriate force to put in the metalware. Yeah, You'd then. also be a good builder, really, when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the nurse also said he swears a bit. So if it's not quite <laughs> like a builder, if it's not going to plan, he'll drop a few F-bombs. Yeah, you don't so. want to hear that, No, no. Well, uh, there you go. Um, I mean, we knew, Professor, but we just wanted to double-check that, yes, when you do surgery, you, may, in fact, do put the organs back where they belong. You don't just <laughs> let them sort themselves out. And you need to stop watching TV shows. Well, I, I trust Doogie Howser. <laughs> I'm sure that everybody enjoyed listening and had a good laugh. Yes. 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 Don't worry, we'll be back here again. It's always fun. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I've determined the people that text the most in society mm. are a group of men in a WhatsApp group. <laughs> My goodness, do they like to chatty chat chat? Are you in many WhatsApp groups for men? It's our only opportunity to get a word in. Whoa. It's so okay. But like non-stop <laughs> chatty chat, chat, chat messages. And obviously my husband's in a few, but last night he didn't have it on silent and I could hear it outside the door. And I was like, oh, one text, that's fine. Oh my God, there's another one. And it went off like 20 times. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it's WhatsApp. He goes, I have not even commented on it. <laughs> and it's been there for three years. <laughs> Thanks. But no thanks. <laughs> Health insurance, if you're lucky enough to be able to afford it, it is a great thing. And uh, I'm one of those people where we have it for our family. Um, Ethan is on ours. You can be, I think, to about 25 now. Mm. Um, but you know when you go and you think, yeah, I got health insurance, yeah, it's 
going to be good. And then they swipe it. And they're like, oh, wow, 20 bucks off. <laughs> yeah. And like, 20 yeah. bucks? Yeah. Man, <laughs> all this money that I pay. And you're only giving me 20 bucks. And you think, oh, I'm going to cancel this. But my mum is a big health insurance person and she, she would never. Dad. Well, and that is the thing. When my dad yeah. was very sick with cancer, it, it was a it was a lifesaver for my family. But it still it's annoying. doesn't help that I still have to pay another 60 bucks to go to the physio when I've already been paying the health place thousands of dollars. you got to try and find one of your members' first one. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So yeah. they're the ones where you don't get any dental, like you get mm. it all free. Got that but, covered, but, you know... I like a lot of little massages here and there. You know? <laughs> anyway, health insurance. Mm. Thanks, but no thanks. Until I need you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'd be like, yeah. hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Broski. It's happened. Finally, after all these years of ridicule from you two, I'm going to put my hand up in a minute. I'm old. I cannot stay awake on the couch anymore. Oh, that is it. That is turning a corner. For the last three nights, my wife's been working nights, she's come home and she's found me nodded off on the couch. Yeah. Watching my stories. (laughs) (laughs) With a stack of Reader's Digest beside me. I love a Reader's Digest. (laughs) I love the lids down the bottom. blanket over you. Yeah, no, she goes, get up and go to bed. Did it on Saturday night. I was asleep by 9.30 on Saturday night. (laughs) Missed the end of my movie. And I paid for it, and then it disappears after 24 hours. You weren't sleeping. Just rest in your eyes. Just rest in my eyes. Don't turn the channel. <laughs> Just rest in my eyes. I'm resting my eyes. I was watching that. My eyes. So, I'm going to get an early night tonight. I've cancelled bingo. I'm going to get this sorted. Get back to party stuff. Thanks for no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.